Hello and welcome back to The Gold Podcast on what is a very freezing January day here in London, but we're getting through it day by day. Very pleased to be joined by my co-host Jade, who is here with me in the studio. How are you doing, Jade? I'm very well, thank you, despite the sub-zero temperatures. But anyway, Jade, what do we have coming up today? Well, um, today we're very excited to be back in the studio after that break over the winter period. Although this isn't an official resumption of the season, we couldn't let January pass by without asking some of our past guests to share their predictions for the year ahead. Absolutely. The 2024 Gold Farmer forecast is a go. That's right. But first, we'll be taking a look back to some of our guests' predictions from 2023 to see whether their bets for the last year in pharma paid off. It was a really big year for the industry. So without further ado, let's get into it. So 2023 was a big year for the evolution of digital. Generative AI, as we all know, made waves, with ChatGPT taking the world by storm and capturing the imaginations of many companies looking to streamline their operations. And lo and behold, digital integration was something that Liz Ashel-Payne, CEO at Orca, touched upon in her own predictions for the year. She believed that in 2023, we would see larger efforts towards digital integration in the health space, with technology being harnessed to save time and funds for health services. As we all know, capacity is a huge issue at the moment in healthcare and was so last year. Our HCPs are really struggling in the UK and beyond. And digital avenues have and did provide a small respite for this last year. For example, in the use of virtual wards. That's right. Data from the NHS says that in January 2023 alone, 58 new virtual ward programmes opened, taking the total up to 340 countrywide. So clearly it was a priority right from the outset. Absolutely. However, one other stat for you. So August 2023 actually saw the Health Foundation release some analysis around virtual wards and virtual ward adoption. And it said the UK public is largely supportive of these kind of schemes, but also that there's a real lack of understanding that might be putting off some individuals about how these wards actually work and function. Not all hope is lost, though, because when participants were asked if they were happy to monitor their own health at home instead of in hospital, an incredibly large number of them, 78%, said they'd be happy to do this. So maybe it's just the term virtual ward that people have a problem with. Mm, it's quite interesting, isn't it? Maybe in 2024, we might see a greater focus on decoding these innovations to the public. Maybe. Time for the follow-up phase, I would say. Now, another prediction we had last year was from Haider Alec, general partner at Allegri Capital, who also touched on the value of digital, but more so on the patient side of things. So Haider predicted that we would see a growth in patients sharing their stories over 2023 at a scale never seen before, with the help of content hubs, you've guessed it, TikTok and Instagram. And he was bang on the money there. The impact of short form content on social media has been huge and more and more patients did indeed take to social media to voice their opinions on products and services. One such example is Nova Nordisk's standout bestseller, Wagavi, with the Wagavi hashtag racking up over 597 million views on TikTok. Yeah, that's huge. And I think the hashtag Wagovi Wednesdays even going around <laughs> yeah. where patients have been sharing their treatment journeys with their audiences, checking in every week to show their progress. So I think Haida was definitely right in saying the impact of these communities would be huge over the last year. That's definitely the case. Taking a look at another of our guests' 2023 predictions, Jennifer Kane burke moser co-founder and CEO at Viva Valley, discussed the exhaustion and depletion that HZPs would be facing over the year. 
She thought that we would see up to 30% departures in health globally with predictions of fatigue and absenteeism from health workers. How did it work out, Jade? Mm, unfortunately, she was right there. In the UK alone, we faced a myriad of shortages and walkouts over the year. And toward the end of 2023, new data was released stating that a third of surveyed healthcare workers planned on leaving their jobs over 2024. Yes, while one in three said they planned to leave their position, 14% that said they planned to leave the industry altogether. So clearly HCP burnout is at an all-time high as we enter the new year, but hopefully we can see a larger global effort towards relieving the pressure on our frontline workers in the coming months. Fingers crossed we can see some change there. But enough of the past, how about we look to the future and hear what some of our other former guests see happening in the year ahead? Absolutely. Let's get into it. So, to kick off our predictions for 2024, we'll be hearing from Matt Lewis, co-founder of Anesio Medical. Matt joined us on the podcast back in March last year to speak about his specialist subject, AI, delving into how ChatGPT could be used to level up medical affairs. That's right. He was a great guest to have on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed speaking with him and he shared some very interesting insights. So we were very keen to hear what Matt thinks is going to happen next with AI in 2024. Let's listen in. 2024 is going to be anything but dull. This is Matt Lewis, the Global Chief Artificial and Augmented Intelligence Officer at Anisio Medical. And due to a confluence of factors, Post-pandemic adjustments in both professional and personal trajectories, the world economy, global strife, the progression of generative AI past the hype cycle, 2024 is going to be seen by many in medical affairs, either by the end of the year itself or when looking back at the year in review as an inflection point. The pivotal moment in our collective consciousness when we shifted from what we were doing to what we would become. Many of the early bets on gene therapy, on field medical, on patient experience, on augmented intelligence will pay off in 2024, but their effects won't begin to be felt for many years. 2024, in hindsight, will be the year that everything changed. With this in mind, the nature of our work in 2024 will shift dramatically as well, with the routine, mundane, drudgery stuff being relegated to the machines. What remains will increase expectations and demands across the board. Work will get more demanding. It will raise productivity and everyone will be seeking solace in different ways, recoiling from their new fortunes. Some will find new hobbies and pastimes. Others will work multiple gigs or jobs and improve their income, whereas others will start entirely new lines of work as the creator economy, the machine economy, and multiple new frontiers are opened up everywhere, all at once. 2024 will be exhilarating, in a word. Well, the year of the machine economy indeed. Lots of great points from Matt there. He's absolutely right. The world has progressed past the hype phase of generative AI. I think almost everyone has surely had the chance to play around with it now. And it will be really interesting to see how far medical affairs will be able to take all this new tech as we move into 2024. New jobs, new hobbies and new frontiers, maybe Jade, as Matt so aptly put. Absolutely. The year that everything changed, as he said. Now, someone else who predicts a greater lean on AI for the year ahead is Rick Hollis, who's the Director of Business Excellence at Ipsen. He joined me on the podcast back in October to talk about how Pharma's traditional marketing model could be changed for the better. And for his 2024 predictions, he had some more thoughts to share on the matter. OK, so predictions for 2024. My first prediction is going to be about the increasing quality 
of the digital content that pharmaceutical companies are creating for healthcare professionals. And that's just based on the big increase in focus in this area and spend in this area means that I can only believe it's going to get better and better this year. My second prediction for 2024 is going to be we're going to see a revolution in how pharmaceutical companies do medical and legal review of the digital content that we create. There's two things that are going to drive this revolution and one is just coping with the big increase in volume of digital content that we're creating and and so being able to to get through that content we're going to need a different way of doing it but the second is also that there is a lack of medics that can do that review in our in our companies at the moment and so we're going to have to find different ways of doing it I know there's lots of people in this area at the moment looking at how we can try and implement machine learning and AI solutions and different ways to automate some of the steps in the approval process for digital content in pharma companies. And I can see that that really is going to pick up a pace in 2024. So there's my predictions for the year. Thanks very much. The quality of digital content that HCPs receive was a big topic of discussion in 2023. You may have listened to our episode last year where we discussed how pharma could build a more trusted relationship with their HCPs. And in that, we spoke about a report from Graphite Digital with friend of the podcast, Rob Verhuel, which found that 80% of HCPs don't fully trust the digital content that's provided to them by pharma. So it's really great to hear from Rick that companies are putting much more of an effort and a few more pennies into improving this content strategy as it grows in volume. Absolutely. And with that comes the increase in legal review stages, of course, as Rick mentioned. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how companies can use these advances in machine learning to automate some of those approval stages, potentially saving a lot of time and effort for everyone involved. Mm, what a delight. Mm. And finally, we'll be hearing from Claudia Martinez, Research Programme Manager, Generics and Diabetes Care at the Access to Medicine Foundation. She joined us on the podcast back last year to speak about advances in antimicrobial resistance and how the industry is making medicines more widely available in low and middle income countries, which she believes will take greater hold in 2024. 2024 will be marked by a growing focus on antimicrobial resistance or AMR, which, uh, as many of you would know, is by far one of the most pressing public health challenges facing the world. It is disheartening how every year now over a million people die from infections, essentially because bacteria have become resistant to the treatments that we have. And an important issue here is that the research and development pipeline for new antibiotics has become extremely thin and is not really keeping pace with the scale of the problem. For the last decades, the global health community has been calling for action, particularly from the pharmaceutical industry, with one of the main recommendations uh, being to increase investment in research and development for, for new treatments. So this year, all eyes and a lot of attention will be placed on the high-level meeting on AMR, uh, which will be held at the United Nations General Assembly in September. Already several stakeholders are working on formulating recommendations that will be unveiled during the session. So this could mark an important development in the fight against AMR. At the same time, we expect to continue to see more countries working 
on creating dedicated financing models for antibiotic research and development. The United Kingdom, for example, has been a leader here. And in 2023, they've expanded their subscription model. But now we also see countries like Canada and Japan engaging in similar efforts. This is already sending uh, a positive signal and also a very encouraging one when it comes to the importance of having uh, these frameworks in place for incentivizing innovation. And a final hot ticket item for 2024 is that we expect to see an increased emphasis on pharmaceutical companies developing strategies and methods to measure patient reach, both to improve the coverage of their products, but also to really ensure that their access programs are targeting the countries and the communities facing the greatest burden of disease. And this is certainly something that we will be paying attention to as part of our upcoming Access to Medicine Index, where we will be looking in depth at the activities of 20 of the largest innovative pharmaceutical companies uh, with the new index coming out in November this year. So overall, I think we have an exciting year ahead and hopefully with positive strides, both in global health and pharmaceutical development. Well, I'm sure we'll all be hot on the heels of the UN General Assembly this year to hear the outcome of those really interesting discussions around AMR. As Claudia mentioned, it's very promising to see the greater efforts to fight this from a real global perspective. It's also great to hear, I think, about the upcoming improved targeting of patients with many displaced patient groups that may be facing larger burdens, getting some more attention over in 2024. Absolutely. I'm definitely looking forward to checking out that new index from the Access to Medicine Foundation as well when that comes later in the year. It's always one not to be missed. Well, 2024 certainly looks like it's going to be a big year for pharma with some huge changes on the horizon, according to our guests. Hopefully the industry can really take that momentum from the start of the year and turn it into positive change for the future. Absolutely. A huge amount of potential ahead. Perhaps some resolutions will need to be cast in order to meet these objectives, but we will see. Is there anything you're particularly going to be doing this year, Jade? Maybe just January, but we are coming to the end or beyond. I've committed to buying a gym pass for the first time in my life. (gasps) I think I've been saying I was going to do it for five years. It's finally coming along. The time has come. (laughs) Exactly. How about you? I've had a couple this year, not just for January. I want to read a chapter of a book wake up half an hour earlier and yes up the exercise three times a week is the goal oh god maybe we can keep each other accountable absolutely (laughs) but that does bring us to the end of our 2024 pharma forecast i do hope you're all feeling ready to conquer the year ahead prepped with all those amazing insights that we've shared from our guests here at gold yes i'm definitely looking forward to what 2024 might have in store for us all thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon bye